to another episode of Women Prayer Group Podcast. My name is Ruth Akintunde. We thank God for life and every good thing he has done for us. This episode features one of our recorded Bible studies. We hold our meetings every other Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Please contact us to be a part of this group by sending an email to thewomenprayergroup at gmail.com. So our email address is thewomenprayergroup at gmail.com. You can also send a direct message to Women Prayer Group on Instagram. When you contact us, we will provide a conference call number with which you can dial in into our meetings. just want to share Isaiah with us and I believe that God gave us this word during the week because of this meeting today we are supposed to um, study quest for God the book that we have been studying but I believe that um, sharing this thing with somebody else will help the person love God the more so before we go to Isaiah Let's go to the, the first one. The first, um, the precedence of this, of Isaiah is actually Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Are you there, Daniel? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, okay, great. Great, great. thank you. So I was saying that we should just briefly... Um, study one part of the Bible that God um, just revealed to myself and my family during the week. Um, I believe that it's for me to share it with other people because when I saw it, and the thing is that you might already know this, you know, I just decided, I just discovered it this week about God and how He's big, He's huge, He's massive, He's powerful, 
yet he loves us and he loves us so much so um the part of the bible is taken from romans chapter 8 and so um this is how it happened i had like a bad like a nightmare and i woke up to pray and i was really praying but i didn't know what to pray for because it was a confusing nightmare so i was like okay god said we should pray in the holy spirit because we don't even know how to pray we don't know how to pray and i believe um god gave me the gift of speaking in tongues so i started praying in the spirit praying in the spirit and all of a sudden i heard a very clear very clear voice saying that who gave me the right or why do i think that what i'm saying makes any sense you know i heard that voice in my head and i was like oh, i'm a child of god i have i have um god has died for my sins and he has given me his holy spirit and so I'm speaking in tongues because God said I should speak in tongues when I don't know what to pray, you know? I was just conversing and and I just discovered that that is not God. And so God told me to read Romans 8 down and I'm going to read it right now. If you, if you cannot hear me, just let me know. So, this, okay, yeah. So Romans 8, 26 says this i had to go back to the bible to, to to convince myself that when i speak in tongues I, i'm not just saying rubbish that i'm actually praying in the spirit and the holy spirit is um transporting my concerns to god i had to convince myself about that so i went back to read romans 8 because i was really disturbed when something just told in my mind that i'm just speaking nonsense and who, who gave me the right to um speaking tongues and why would the holy spirit even um channel my concerns to god who am i you know and so i went back to the word of god and romans 8 26 and it says that and in the same way by our faith the holy spirit helps us with our daily problems and in our praying for we don't even know what we should pray for nor how to pray as we should but the Holy Spirit prays for us with such feelings that it cannot be expressed in words. I want to read 26 again. I'm sorry, just bear with me because I skipped something. I'm reading from the Living Bible, um, Romans 8:26. It says that, And in the same way, by our faith, the Holy Spirit helps us with our daily problems. So the Bible even knows that we have daily problems daily temptations and the holy spirit helps us with that and he helps us in our praying because we do not know what to pray for nor how to pray as we should but the holy spirit prays for us with such feeling that it cannot be expressed in words 27 and the father knows all hearts the father who knows all hearts knows of course what the spirit is saying as he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. 28. And we know that all that happens to us is working for our good if we love God and are fitting into his plans. 29. For from the very beginning, God decided that those who came to him and all along he knew who, who would, should become like his son, so that his son would be the first with many brothers. 30. And having chosen us 
he called us to come to him. And when we came, he declared us not guilty, filled us with Christ's goodness, and gave us right standing with himself, and promised us his glory. 31. This is where I'm going. What can we ever say to, to such wonderful things as this? If God is on our side, who can ever be against us? Verse 31. What can we... What can we ever say to such wonderful things as this? If God is on our side, who can ever be against us? 32. Since he did not spare even his own son for us, but gave him up for us all, won't he also surely give us everything else? 33. Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his will? This is exactly where I'm going. Will God accuse us? No. And so that time when, like this, when I read it during the week, this was the first time I was understanding it for real. You know, when that voice, I thought it was maybe God telling me that I am a sinner or I'm not fit or something. But when I read the word of God, I, I saw in 33, it says, Who dare accuse us whom God has chosen for his own will? Will God accuse us? No. God was the one that gave his son for us. God should have left us in this world to perish. But God was the one that went out of his way to come to us, understand us. He sent his son Jesus, that is he, the third person of him, came in form of man. We, we sang the hymn that says, God in three persons, blessed trinity. So God, the Father, God, the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God came, the third person of God came in form of man as Jesus. And then he came to understand us and he came to die for us. He came to show us his love. So who accuses us? Will God accuse us? No, God will not accuse you. Why? He is the one who has forgiven us and given us right standing with himself. Romans 8.34 Who then will condemn us? Will Jesus Christ? No, for he is the one who died for us and came back to life again for us and is sitting at the place of highest honor near to God, pleading for us there in heaven. So who can accuse us? Who can make God love us less? God will not do that. He will never love us less. Jesus will not do that. 35. Who then can ever keep Christ's love from us? When we have trouble or calamity, when we are hunted down or destroyed. Is it because God doesn't love us anymore? And if we are hungry or penniless. Or in danger or threatened with death. Has God deserted us? No. 36. For the scripture tells us that for his sake we must be ready to face death at every moment of the day. We are like sheep awaiting slaughter. But despite all this overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us enough to die for us. For I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from his love. Death can't and life can't. The angels won't and all the powers of hell itself cannot keep God's love away. Our fears today, for today, our worries about tomorrow, or where we are, high above the sky, or in the deepest ocean, nothing will ever be able to 
separate us from the love of God demonstrated by our Lord Jesus Christ when he died for us. So, nothing can separate us from, from God's love. And um, that is what I discovered. Before I go to Isaiah, I just want to know what you think about that. Danielle. Um, God's love and nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if I'm kind of thinking about where I am right now, yeah. um, and with everything going on in the world, mm. it's a refreshing reminder that no matter what, like nothing can separate me from the love of God, like nor death, nor life, nor sickness or you know disease or just yeah and it's just like don't let it separate me from the love of God no matter what no matter what yeah. that's just comforting yeah yeah so the love of God like is towards us constantly he will not turn around and say, I'm not going to give you my love anymore. No matter what we are going through in life, his love is, is there for us. We just have to turn to him and, and let him fix everything for us. His love is there. And he will not turn around and condemn us. So the voice that I heard in my heart is not God condemning me. It's not Jesus. Because they were the ones that went through the trouble in the first place to come to me. So they didn't have any intention of condemning me. But there was a twist to it. In Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1. It says something here. Verse 1 and 2 says that. Listen now. The Lord isn't too weak to save you. And he isn't getting deaf. He can hear you when you call. But the trouble is that. Your sins have cut you off from God. Because of sin, he has turned his face away from you. And we're not listening anymore. So sin is um, like two things. The first thing is that sin is like a soundproof box. And will not let God's love be able to penetrate to you. And even though God's love is available outside the box... The individual inside the box cannot feel God's love for Imoha. A person is in a soundproof box and shouting and screaming and the other person cannot hear. Even though the other person loves this person in the box so much. But it's just, it just happens that sin is that soundproof box not making the other person able to help this person in the box it's like an help proof box it's like god proof box secondly sin is like a an anti-magnet remember when jesus christ was carrying our sins on the cross god could not even look at him or he was separated from god that is kind of separation that sin sin um gives just imagine, I don't know what they call it in physics, an anti-magnet. So God is trying to love us 
and bring his love for us and trying to for something is just repelling that love so it doesn't mean that god's love is not there he has already if if love is a if love is one billion dollars that is supposed to be credited to an account jesus has already deposited that um one billion dollars to that account but the person cannot just withdraw it like his love is already there for us he already died he already paid the price and gave his love for everybody. But sin is that box that will repel that love away from God. Repel that sacrifice that Jesus has done. But it's available. It's there. It's there at the end of the anti-magnet effect. The love is there. But when the person can just shout and call on Jesus, forgive me and wash me clean with your love. The anti-magnetic box goes away. And can you imagine putting magnet close to iron how fast the magnet will just stick to the to the metal very fast like a collision that is how god's love will collide with the sinner that repents it's gonna be so fast it's gonna collide and it actually leads us to what we studied last week in the in the bible study in the women bible study we thought we studied last two weeks about zacchaeus who was a um, was a sinner that cheats people, and he went to find who Jesus was. He just wanted to know who Jesus was, and he was a short man, so he climbed a tree to discover who Jesus was. And when Jesus was passing under that tree, he looked up and said, "Zacchaeus, come down today. I'm going to be in your house." And the process of coming down was the process where Zacchaeus collided with God and God's love. And immediately he came down, he became a changed man. He said that whoever I've cheated, I'm going to restore whatever I've cheated the person of to the person. I'm going to give back everything I've stolen from other people to them. So he became a changed man. Immediately it was like a collision. There was not a, a two days gap or three days gap. No, it was an immediate collision with Jesus and the love of Jesus. So I pray that God will help us. I don't want to take our, our time. I, I, I would like to know what you think about all these things about God's love readily available to every single human being on earth. And it cannot reduce by what we do. It's there forever. It cannot be reduced. God cannot reduce his love upon us by what we do or what we don't do. He will still love us. His love is there. But the box... Of, might not let a person feel that love and might not let us feel that love if we keep keeping putting ourselves in the box of sin we might not feel his love as often as we would love to feel that love yeah any comments um well i think as i kind of read over it and digest it it's like understanding that god love is already here like he already his love for me is already there yeah. and it's not like god never turns away from me mm. it's that and through my sin or any sin that i may have mm. i don't feel that love like i'm not connected to that yes. love yeah. but as i die to sin then I grow closer. It's not like God is needing me. It's actually I'm coming closer to God. God mm. has already been there. He's been there the whole time. Yeah. And 
um, kind of goes back to a month ago when we were doing the Bible study, how you was like, you know, there's the old man mm. and we have to, to, all the things that the old man has taught us in years and years and years and years of the mm. old man teaching us these things. Mm. And like that old man reminds me of like the sin that keeps me from the love of God. But as I do away with the ways of the old man, it's like, I can see like, Oh, God has already been there. You've never not, you haven't like not been there, which honestly reminds me of a dream mm. that I had where I was walking on a beach mm. with, with God. Mm. And it was like a beach, like no other, like, a beach like no other. I've mm. never seen anything like it. And it was just like pure light. And I'm just like walking. And I mean, God, like it's, I didn't see his face, but like mm. it's just this very tall statue person over me. Almost like, almost like I felt like a child because how big and how great mm. he was. But mm. almost like it couldn't feel how big and how great he was. And then we're just talking the entire time. Mm about my life and he's talking to me about different like occurrences of my life mm-hmm. and um and I remember in that dream I was like well where were you mm-hmm. and then it was like he stopped and say stop now look back mm-hmm. and I look back and I'm like okay what do you see and I'm like uh, footprints, <laughs> and he's like, "Who's footprints?" And I'm like, "Mine." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "But who's beside you?" And you look back, and you only see your footprints. But mm-hmm. from this point, you look back, and from the point that we've been walking, mm-hmm. who's been with you the entire time? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. "You, you." Yeah. Wow. 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 Imagine that. Imagine that. God has always been with us the entire time. It looks like we only think he's with us whenever things are going well. We only say, wow, God is with us whenever things are going well. We forget easily that God is still with us even when things are um, not going as we planned. We so we see the, we see those footprints, God's footprints, whenever things are going well. But whenever things are not going well, we we our minds do not see His footprints, and we have to reorient, reorient our minds and tell ourselves that God is here, God is with us, and He will lead us to um good. He will lead us to our goal. We shouldn't worry. We shouldn't be sad. He's always with us, and He. He will never love us less. There's nothing we can do to make him love us less. His love is always there for us. We just, in order to feel that love, we just have to break out of the box of sin in order to feel his love for us. Amen. Let's pray right now. And we just pray together. We just ask God that God help me to always remember that you are with me and live like you are with me. Whether I receive a good news or a good or a news that I don't want, I, I don't like, help me to have that peace in my heart. 
that you are with me oh god help me to know that you're with me and help me to enjoy your presence with me in jesus name father we thank you for the opportunity to sit down and study your love your big wide love towards us we thank you for reminding us again that you you wouldn't condemn us the voices that we hear in our hearts that condemn us is not you <clears throat> you will not because you you did all those work the work to come to us you did all the work to deal with each and every one of us over the centuries you did all the work to bring your son to die for us and to pay the price and to suffer the punishment in hell on our behalf you did all those work for us and you will not again turn back and condemn us no because you love us help us to break off every box that makes us not to feel your love and lord in bad times thanks when we things don't go as we expect lord help us to be happy about your love around us just be aware that your love is there and has never left for one minute we thank you for everything you have done in jesus mighty name of prayed. Mm. amen, amen. amen.